Good morning, friends. My name is Jadima, also known as the Type A Hippie, and this is your weekly meditation. So I was just writing because I read a quote that I absolutely love, and it is by Marianne Williamson, and I will... Get it open soon, and I'll share it at the end of this meditation. But essentially, the concept is all about shining brightly and how sometimes we have the propensity to dim our light so that others around us feel more comfortable. So get comfortable, either in a seated position or laying down. Take a deep breath in for one, two, three, four. Hold, exhale for four, three, two, one. Take a deep breath in for one, two, three, four, five. And exhale for five, four, three, two, one. Inhale one, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale for six. Five, four, three, two, one. Last two breaths. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold and then exhale for seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Last breath. Deep breath in for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And release for eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Get comfortable with your breath. Set an intention for your meditation practice. How do you want to feel at the conclusion of it? Where do you want to be emotionally, physically, spiritually? Now direct your attention to someone that can benefit from your love and light. Maybe the people suffering in Syria that are humans that are suffering. Maybe it's a friend that was recently diagnosed with a health concern, a mental illness concern. Maybe it's someone who has lost someone that they love. 
whether it's the end of a relationship or that person has passed on. Maybe that it's someone that is doing something amazing and living their dream and they're feeling a little bit about of fear surrounding it. And finally, as many of you know, it's time to focus and direct energy, love and light to human sandpaper. Maybe pray or think about all the things that you want and send love and light so that your human sandpaper, that person that irritates you, gets everything, all of the blessings that you want for yourself, for them. Take another deep breath in, fill the lungs with the air, and exhale, sigh, let it go. So 2014 was a really challenging year for me. I had stepped on the toes of my fellows and they had retaliated, and I would talk to my loving life coach and weep because the people I worked with at the time, whom I still work with, by the way, just in a different role. The people I worked with would not want to speak with me. So I would walk into our, we didn't have separate offices, so we had one shared office. So I'd walk into that space and sometimes ask questions and people would walk out oftentimes non-responsive. So they wouldn't answer my question. And the biggest thing that I did was be me initially and the worst thing that I did was be you know speak in a condescending tone and be rude to people in the way that I spoke the words that I chose and I don't condone that I that was the biggest lesson for me was that how I speak to people has an impact and there are oftentimes consequences for that And so I learned a lot from that period of time. So from, I would say, December 2013 through September 2014 
was a really big challenge for me, a really big challenge. And, you know, it was tough because I worked in and still work in healthcare. And when you don't feel like you can rely on your team, it is problematic. Now, I will say that patient care did not suffer as a result of it. And I will also say that I suffered physically in terms of like GI stuff, so gastro, stomach pain, discomfort, just not knowing what to expect at work. And it caused me to actually have heart palpitations. I was nervous and it turned out to be just that stress that caused that. I was cleared by a cardiologist and even saying that two years later, two and a half years later, it's really interesting that that much stress caused the multitude of issues that I experienced that year. And so I'll tell you that when I, so in August, I got some information and I got some constructive feedback at work. So two different things happened. I ended up going to a doTERRA leadership event on the next Saturday, the next day. And it was with a gal named Tiffany Peterson. And she was doing some role plays. And so she asked for any volunteers, anyone that wanted a breakthrough in my hand shot up. She ended up pointing at me and then turning to point at another woman, point at me, and then she ended up selecting the other woman. So the woman said, so you said that we could ask you anything. I wanted to know, and Tiffany cut her off and said, we're not doing that right now. We're doing role playing. And so she pointed at me and she asked, so you want a breakthrough? And I said, yes, I do. And so she starts asking me questions as if I was a paying client of hers that she was doing coaching with. And I'm responding to her questions. And at a certain point, we get to the crux. And what I was able to take away from that experience was that I had been playing small so that those around me would feel more comfortable. That experience was a pivotal turning point for me it was like one of those times in the word so the good book where in the old testament people are asked to remove their shoes because they're walking on holy ground and that's how it felt people in the crowd were in tears tiffany was in tears it was so holy and it was holy means set apart And something shifted within me to the point where a manager at the time, my manager at the time said, something's changed within you. And it's not that I didn't care, but I cared less about what people thought of me and more about what the divine and my loved ones thought about me. And so while I was mindful of how I spoke with people and I 
took great care in honing my communication skills. And while I understood that some of the grief that people had against me were valid, I took great care in feeling more comfortable expressing who I am. So take a moment now to think about an area in your life where you could benefit from a breakthrough. An area in your life where you are playing small so that other people feel comfortable around you. Take another deep breath in, fill the lungs with air, hold, and exhale, sigh. So I realized that I was playing small so that those around me could feel more comfortable. And I decided that I wasn't going to do that anymore, and things started to change within me, which inevitably started to change my external environment as well. And I remember in September, I was at the doTERRA convention in 2014, and I received a phone call, or a text message, I should say, and it was asking when I was coming back to Vegas. I was in Salt Lake City for the convention. And I said, oh, not until Sunday afternoon. Well, it turns out one of the people that had been the biggest challenge, my human sandpaper, if you will, wanted to throw a surprise birthday yoga class for me. I later found out that they weren't able to secure a teacher, and so they were going to surprise me not only with the class, but that I was teaching the class as well. And that touched me. I have people in my life who know who these players are, and they told me to watch my back and to be careful. And while I appreciate their concern and their love for me, I decided that I was going to take this person and these people at their word. And unless they demonstrated something different, I was going to forgive them and move forward. The next big thing that happened that year was actually on my birthday. We celebrate at work. And so 
the team had purchased a photograph of a young boy who's bowing has his palms together at heart center and he's bowing his head and they wrote on top namaste and they had signed they had the photo framed for me and they had signed around the edges And I have tears in my eyes thinking about it now because it was very touching to me and it still is. And I decided it's time to move forward. And that I would forgive because the forgiveness is for me. It's not for anyone else. It's so that I can be unbound and free. And when I'm unbound and I'm free, then I'm able to shine even more brightly. And so I forgave and we started to heal together as a team. And my prayer during that year was, please God, let me reconcile with everyone I've had disagreement with and let me leave on my terms. And when an opportunity presented itself at our sister practice a mile down the road, I was able to go and I left the team that I had worked with for three years at that point. And I went to a new team. And you know what I was able to do in that new team? I was able to come and be humble even though I'd worked for the company longer than everyone that was at that team, and participate by listening and observing how they did things because the two practices did things differently in certain respects. They both provided amazing patient care. They both were incredibly bonded to one another as a team. They both worked really well together. Yet there were different cultural aspects, and I mean team cultural aspects. And so I just observed. I didn't participate. I participated when asked, but I didn't insert my opinions or my own experience anywhere. I just listened to the point where my clinical team manager said, you're a pro. You've been doing this for a long time. You're an expert in this area. So I do want to hear your feedback. And I continued to listen and I continued to observe and ask questions. And I'll tell you, when I was finally ready to say, have we thought about this, people listened. Because I was respectful of them, and I was respectful of their own team dynamics, and I sought to fit myself into what they already had going on instead of recreating something so that they would have to adjust to me. So is there anywhere in your life where, as much as you're playing small, perhaps you can be quiet still, and listen and observe.
So as you think about areas in which you are shrinking so that others feel more comfortable, and as you think about areas in which you need breakthrough, where you need that light that exists within you to step out, whether it's stepping out on faith or moving away from the fear so that you can face everything and recover rather than F everything and run. As you think about these things throughout the day and throughout the week, I leave you with this amazing quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. I honor the place within you where the entire universe resides. I honor the place within you of love, of light, of truth, of peace. I honor the place within you where when you are in that place in you and I am in that place in me, there is only one of us. Have a blessed rest of your day, friends. My name is Chidima, the Type A Hippie. Namaste.